0: I mean, like, what? As I was reading this, I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, what the f*** are you talking about? It's like, okay, I know what you're going to say is a lie, but go ahead and say it, and I'll pretend that I believe you, and we will both put a happy smile on our faces and pretend we're satisfied with this conversation. I think it's everyone's responsibility to keep on looking for ways for us to stay human. This is the podcast where we talk about the days when you dare to be yourself, as well as everything related to your self-discovery, ways of getting to know yourself, and living the life the way you want it. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. Last week we were talking about envisioning the change and adapting to the new normal. If you haven't listened yet, um, please make sure you do and let me know your thoughts. Rate and review if you wish. I'm very excited to see our Dare Days community growing. And it looks like we're now on a bi-weekly schedule of episode releases, which gives me enough time to make some observations about the current state of affairs in the world and how they affect our relationship with ourselves which, according to Diane von Furstenberg, is the most important relationship in your life. And I couldn't agree more with that. So as New York's lockdown has just been extended, I thought of how much many of us thought this quarantine will be a short-term break from reality. And only now it is hitting us. In fact, it is not a break. It is the transition into the new reality causing a fundamental shift in our society. And I know you probably felt this growing restlessness and anxiety lately. And I did too. From being excited and happy and trying new uncommon things, you'd go into some you know, darker days when all you want is just to have your crazy busy life back. I know. We're all in this together, guys. Just buckle up. We will get to a new normal. It's the adjustment period that seems rough right now, but it's definitely worth it. And as I was thinking of all the changes, I've come across this article in New York magazine, um, which I thought I'd share with you. It's an interview with the professor from NYU School of Business, where he talks about how pandemic has affected our system of education. And you know, to those of you who I know are listening in other countries, um, this is not only about the United States, right? Uh, the change will, will be global. Um, and the reason why I think it's important for us to read such articles and be curious about big institutions is because that um, that will have an effect on our life and life of our children, right? So, without further ado, let's begin. I'll give a short summary of the article so that we're all on the same page first, and then we'll talk about how the changes affect our understanding of self and translate into other areas of life as well. So, this article starts like that. The mythical American curtain raiser to adulthood. The four or so years of finding yourself freedom and higher learning is having a reckoning. Wow. So, one of the important points uh, that was made in that article is this the student life, the way we know it, is changing. At least for now, as we don't know what the future holds. Instead of being on campus, attending lectures with your classmates and studying in the library, you have your screens, computers, and Zoom meetings. And of course, um, a logic and very valid point to make here. Is the college without campus life really worth the money we're paying? If if we look at the value of education, it consists of two parts, right? There is there is this knowledge base um, with the diploma attached to it, and then there is a campus life, the experience part, which is down to zero now. And for some for some majors, the education part is also experiencing decline in value. For instance. I was thinking, if I was to go to study fine arts right now, painting or photography or design, it doesn't make sense to go to college now because most of the hours you're supposed to spend are at the studio, which you can't do right now. And then, you know, the article goes on to talk about the future of big schools and campus life and the influence of big corporations on the educational system. If you have a chance, I recommend it to you to read really thought-provoking um, the reason, however, the reason why I wanted to discuss this topic in today's episode, and it might not be quite obvious or not on the surface for many, but this subject is very much related to the matter of self-discovery and finding your place in life, as well as generally experiencing life. College used to be an important part of our life, and that's where the life is happening and where you learn to get to be part of society, community, community find friends, um, be a team, uh, part of the class. So now basically we remove the social experience from the life of a teenager and sit him in front of, or her in front of the computer for four or so years. So, and you know, the, the question I keep on asking myself, how does one become oneself? How do you, how do you develop your own understanding of your identity without having social experience? Our environment is part of who we are, especially at the very young age. It shapes you and has a big influence on you. Will the online community have the same influence on kids as the real friends in the backyard or at school? I don't know. With the college experience changing and the value of going to even the top schools dropping, the question I ask myself, what about other experiences? The value of which was directly attached to experiencing something together with many other people, things that we used to be a part of for the sake of physically being there. As, um, as I was preparing to record this episode, I had one memory come up from my late teenage years. I, so I used to love going to dance clubs. Um, I also have dance, um, dancing background. And sometimes I'd go by myself. I absolutely loved the feeling of getting lost in the crowd of people and dancing my heart away till 4 o'clock in the morning. And there was something very special for me to be in that same space with other people and just dance and jump and smile and enjoy the music. Um, and part of what is being human is is ability to relate and feel like you belong to something bigger than you. We have tools imprinted in us that help us feel the energy, understand each other, enjoy the crowd, and feel like home among complete strangers sometimes. I can't help myself but wonder if we are the last generation to have the memories of huge life gatherings of people, and will our children experience community online only? And what about all these experiences, sport events, concerts, restaurants, clubs, festivals, parades, art fairs, conventions, and all other kinds of celebrations, will there be technology in place, applications, social media, to teach us how to be a community and how to interact in the future? And also, is it the same? You know, being online with your co-workers and staring at the screen is still not the same as sitting in one room. As well as watching the sports online is not the same as being at the stadium. I'm sure you know that. To tell you from my own experience, for me a transition from in person into the technology driven world is a really hard adjustment. I still cannot make an appointment with my therapist for that reason because what I miss the most is not only our conversations, but our physical presence in the room together. And if things are going to be progressing the way they are, we could pretty much envision an upcoming depression for many people, because you know why? We will really miss the old ways of living and being ourselves. It's like, this morning I had this thought, it's like it's like the generation of our grandparents who had hard times adjusting to internet, cell phones, and Facebook. Will it be the same for many of us? You know, that denial and uh, almost reluctant attitude towards online gatherings and virtual reality. Meanwhile, our kids will be totally fine with it because they don't know any different. I know I know, we're not there yet, but it just seems like a very likely development to me. And by the way, speaking of adjusting to the change and cop- coping with depression, um, have you guys seen the news about that restaurant somewhere in the States? I forgot its name where they're going to have mannequins sitting at the tables around you and the waiters will be pretending to serve the tables with mannequins as well so that you don't feel lonely i mean like what as i was reading this i couldn't believe my eyes i'm like what are you talking about it's like okay i know what you're going to say is a lie but go ahead and say it and I'll pretend that I believe you and we will both put a happy smile on our faces and pretend we're satisfied with this conversation. You know, substitution of the old ways of being is basically faking the old ways of being. It shouldn't be like that, at least in my mind. And I can't see how that can work for anyone, but let's be open-minded here. What I can understand though is that people are trying to cope with what's happening the way they can, right? What this whole conversation and thinking is leading me to is that probably not until very recent did I realize that what is changing is the way we experience life it's not just and I'm trying to explain right now it's not just oh how I keep in touch with my friend is different with my friends is different from what it used to be or um, how I do my grocery shopping or shopping generally is different from what it used to be. No, it's, it's a, at a bigger scale I'm talking about. How do I experience growing up? How do I experience becoming my own person? How do I experience friendship, love, loyalty, attachment, belonging? How do I experience humanity? And will there be tools to help me experience all of that? I'm also curious what will trigger you feeling certain feelings. Um, will it be the combination of online interaction, visual stimulation, while t- taste, smell, touch will be left to, to experience on your own? I imagine that there must be some kind of a hybrid model of experiencing the world of some sort, right? Right. And guys, I don't have the answers to all these questions, but the purpose today was rather to share my observations and thoughts on this subject and perhaps suggest you re-evaluate experiential aspects of your life. In the end, I'd like to quote that same article where the professor was talking about changes in school system and switching to experiencing college online. So that's what he said. Just like any other space big tech enters, there's going to be a reduction in humanity. Just as we are on Instagram and we are more socially connected, we're definitely more isolated and more lonely. And uh, here's the thing, guys. It is no doubt that we're going to live in the world driven by technology, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. But in the meantime, we are to figure out how to be less separated and more united and really feel it. I think it's everyone's responsibility to keep on looking for ways for us to stay human every single day. As always, if you have any questions or would like to chat with me on pretty much any subject we discuss in the podcast, please feel free to drop a note and reach out on Instagram, my handle, there is dashadare or email dashadare at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and let me know your thoughts. Be well. Be safe.